coming to you from the Dietitians and Nutrition Support Dietetic Practice Group. This is the DNS Member Podcast, where we explore topics relevant to our field. From support line content to nutrition celebrity interviews and everything in between, this podcast is where DNS members can go behind the scenes and explore the driving forces behind cutting-edge nutrition support. I'm your host, Christina Rollins. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening to the DNS Podcast. Our guest today is Misty Staley, owner of Staley House, creator of the Free Arm, an innovative feeding holder designed to assist with the delivery of enteral nutrition. Misty's son, Freeman Ellis Staley, was born in 2015 with heart and lung complications. Three and a half months were spent in Little Rock, Arkansas Children's Hospital NICU, home for five weeks, and then back to the PICU for another five months before Freeman sadly lost his battle with pulmonary hypertension at just 10 months old. After Freeman's passing, Misty devoted a full year of her time to Freeman Foundation, raising $250,000 to build a state-of-the-art ADA-accessible playground in downtown Helena, Arkansas. She continues to manage Freeman Foundation while also working as CEO of Staley House. The Free Arm and Freeman Playground give Freeman's short life larger meaning, and Misty is honored to continue to spread Freeman's legacy of love through her work. Misty, thank you so much for joining us today on the DNS Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to, to be invited. Tell us more about your story and what prompted you to create Free Arm. Sure. So um, it was really Freeman's tube feeding journey that inspired everything um, with, with everything that we went through with him and really seeing that um, gravity syringe feeds for feeding, but also for venting, we're having to be rigged in the hospital. And then once we got home, we were having to figure out a creative solution. Um, it really inspired free arm for wanting I wanting to help other families and other clinicians just make tube feeding easier. And so while we were in the hospital, um, in the NICU for three and a half months, we really got to see how creative Freeman's nurses were. Um, <laughs> and so it was, instead of them having to tie up their hand by holding the gravity syringe while they were doing every three hour assessment. And while they were trying to do everything with Freeman, it was always tied over the top of his crib um, or taped to the side of his crib, or um, they would try to tape it to my shirt. And a lot of times it would fall off and then I would end up wet and Freeman would end up wet. Um, and then once we, we got home, it was like me trying to hold Freeman who was three and a half months at the time and hold the gravity syringe. But then also I was trying to hold his passy in so he could suck as his tummy filled because he had a small cleft palate in the back of his throat. And so part of therapy was I needed to hold his passy so he could suck as the milk was going through the syringe into his G tube so that he would relate the two and not use, not lose his suck rhythm. So that once we uh, finally got the, um, once we would finally be able to get the cleft palate fixed, he would still have the suck rhythm. So it was just trying to balance the syringe and Freeman and put the milk in and hold his passy in. It was just like 
oh my gosh, I can't do all of this. And then at night, Freeman had the very small infinity pump with the 500 mil bag and then a giant IV pole. And so that IV pole was between our bed and Freeman's crib and having to get up multiple times a night to feed him and for me myself to to pump and get up and connect all of that and get up and clean all of that equipment and then tripping over that IV pole that was always in the way. Um, it really did inspire the free arm to have that smaller footprint, be able to hold that gravity syringe, and then just be able to move with you um, as a family, whether you're upstairs or downstairs or on the move or in the stroller. Um, so that's a little of our background. Bringing a baby home for the first time, or even if it's your second or third child, it's very overwhelming just having the baby and all of the typical stuff that comes with that. So I can only imagine introducing enteral nutrition, feeding bags, you know, the, the poles, like you said, the pumps. I, I can imagine that was extremely overwhelming for you. It was. It was, we were being discharged from the hospital and I was not only a brand new mom, very first child, but I was like, oh my gosh, I have to be full-time nurse. I have to be full-time dietitian. I have to make sure I have every single milliliter of formula measured out to go into the breast milk to up his calories by this much. And it was just, it, it was overwhelming to know that then all of that as well was in my hands and, and I had to get it right. So is the free arm primarily used in the home setting or are hospitals also using this device? It's both. And so when we very first started the free arm, um, it's been on the market now since uh, late 2018, so almost five years. And we were really um, reaching out to families at home, making sure that that the free arm was needed. Um, but it wasn't but a couple of months after that, that hospital started reaching out and saying, we need this in the hospital as well to be able to standardize the way that we gravity syringe feed. So for instance, Arkansas Children's, which is where Freeman was, um, they are using the free arm now in their NICU, and then they discharge families home with their free arm. And so those families aren't, aren't like me where they're discharging home and they're sitting on the couch and they're saying, oh my gosh, how do I hold my child and hold the syringe? Because I don't have a way to rig it when I'm sitting in the middle of my couch and I don't want to tape it to my shirt and end up getting the couch soaking wet. And so now those families are able to take their free arm home with them after already using it in the hospital. And then they're able to feed their child the same way. Or if it's an adult and their caregivers going home with them, they're able to feed their loved one in the same way. So the arm is bendable and you can bend it to where it is, you know, however many inches above the abdomen so that you can really control that feed rate and you're not having to guess by holding that syringe. And then we have really exciting news. Um, we just sort of launched it at the NAN conference, the um, National Association of Neonatal Nurses. And there were nurses and some di a few dietitians there. Um, and so we have a new um, peg end for the free arm now, and we hope to launch that um, in early 2024. And so if you think of a swatch watch, um, so currently the free arm is a clip at the top that can think of like a 90s hair clip that you put in your hair. 
So that can, the jaws of that clip can open to hold a small syringe, a large syringe. There's also two hooks on that clip to hold a feed bag or a feed and flush. Then you have a bendable arm to adjust the feed rate, but you can also attach a lightweight pump. So the Infinity or the Kangaroo Joey to the, um, the arm. And then at the bottom, there's a clamp that clamps to a flat surface or a rounded bar. And so that that clamp at the bottom, you just turn a, a small screw with your fingers. You don't have to have um, a, a screwdriver. And so you turn that screw and you're able to slide uh, the clamp off and then you're able to slide a peg end on. So similar to how you switch out bands with a swatch watch. And then with that peg end, it fits into the GE Omni bed. And so instead of nurses having to tape the syringe to the tubing management arm or trying to um, pop that syringe in there. So if a dietitian's coming over to, to look at feeds and they're trying to, to pop the syringe into what, what should be holding tubing and it just, sometimes the syringe breaks, sometimes it's so loud, it startles the baby and wakes them up. So now the free arm can fit into that hole within the corner of the isolate. And then if the parents are there to hold their child, the clamp end can be put on easily and then it can clamp to the chair and then that can hold the syringe. And then as they move to an open crib, the free arm can move with them. And so we're really excited now to really kind of expand into that continuum of care throughout the hospital. And then families at home, if they're not being sent home with their free arm, um, we have many DMEs that are providing the free arm and the free arms billable for insurance coverage. Well, I, I really appreciate you sharing your personal story and really how this device has evolved over time. I do want to take a few minutes just to talk about some research that was presented recently at the Aspen Nutrition Science and Practice Conference, because I think it goes a little bit beyond these the subjective experiences. In this abstract, it reported improved confidence in feeding, improves tolerance and prescription adherence, and overall improved quality of life after implementing use of the innovative feeding device. Um, and this was a survey of over 800 home enteral nutrition patients. So why do you think such favorable results were identified in this study? Um, and thanks for talking about this. I'm really excited about this research. Um, we hear from families all the time that the free arm has changed their life. And so seeing the research results, it, it really lets us know that we are helping. Um, and so just some of the statistics was um, within the research, 56% of the people surveyed, uh, they listed that the person with the feeding tube was less than five years old. And so it really showed us that the majority of people that were interviewed were caregivers. Um, and Cynthia Reddick, I'm not sure if you know her or some of your listeners do, but she's the queen of intral. Um, and she was one of the researchers on our, on our free arm research. And so she concluded that future research could focus on caregiver quality of life specifically, um, which is not something that I had thought about um, necessarily in, in asking like in, in the questions that they were asking through the research, um, you think a lot about when you, when you send somebody home, well, 
I, I had thought that you would think a lot about when you're sending someone home on enteral nutrition, you're thinking about, can they tolerate the feeds? Can they um, get all of their daily nutrition in? But to really think about the caregiver's quality of life with that feed regimen um, was really eye-opening. And then it just totally made sense to me because I, I was that caregiver. I was that person feeding Freeman um, at all hours of the day. Um, and so that was really neat. Um, and then the research, uh, it also found that the free arm improved patients and caregivers outlook on having a feeding tube by 92%, which is is pretty drastic. Um, some of the other statistics is feeding confidence increased by 27% outside of the hospital or doctor's office. And then feeding confidence increased by 20% when traveling outside of the home. Um, vomiting and spitting up during syringe feeding, that was reduced by 14% by using the free arm. And then occurrences of spilled syringe feeds or medicines were reduced by 51%, which is, it's big when you have milk concoctions like Freeman had, where we were trying to up his calories and up his protein, but also include my breast milk. And so I wasn't just mixing formula with water, but I was putting a certain amount of breast milk and a certain amount of formula. Um, so to spill that, it takes a lot to then re remix that together. Um, the ability to perform therapies while syringe feeding, so like us trying to hold Freeman's passy in, for instance, that increased by 53%. Um, so really, really proud of, of these um, results through this research. That is really impressive. And it, it's interesting to think, like you said, beyond the the health improvement, you know, of getting of getting adequate calories and protein, which of course is a is a primary focus when we're you know, artificially feeding someone, but to think through like their confidence level, their comfort level. And, you know, I breastfed my children. And if I spilt a bottle of breast milk, it was like gold on the floor, right? Like you were, it was devastating that you worked so hard to produce that. And th then you spill it. And it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened, right? It, it is, it's devastating. So I can see where people would be really happy and be very appreciative to have that reduced by 51%. Definitely. I know I, 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 you know, you don't cry over spilt milk, but I think that changes when it's breast milk. It absolutely does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thinking more about the, you know, just the enteral nutrition regimen, how, how else does that impact a, a person or in your case, a family's quality of life when you're, when you're managing this regimen and just trying to have a, a normal family life? For us, I think it was feeling so tethered to that IV pole. Um, I mean, trying to fit an IV pole in your car is it's pretty impossible. <laughs> and so it, it was, okay, well, we have to feed Freeman. So we can't, we can't leave the house because we, we have to feed him in 30 minutes. And then it was like, okay, we get everything set up, but then it's, well, now we, we have to feed him that, that takes, you know, 45 minutes and then we have to clean all of that up. And it's just really feeling tethered. Um, and then Freeman, he was too small to wear a backpack. So we were sent home with a small backpack from our DME, but 
um, to try and put the pump in the backpack and then me carry Freeman, but have the backpack over my shoulder. A lot of times the, the lines would kink and then I was having to find a place to sit Freeman down and then get, get the pump out of the backpack, reprime the lines, put it back in or be driving to all of those follow-up clinic appointments. And so we live two hours from the hospital. So driving back and forth, um, and having the backpack in the back seat and it falling over and the, and the lines kinking and the pump beeping, uh, now families can, can set up their free arm in the car and know that the lines aren't going to kink. So that's really helpful. And then, I, I just think when setting kind of this, this intral nutrition regimen to really think about how easy can, can it be made? Um, just going to, to, to some conferences and hearing people talk and say like, you know, can we make it to where it's, you know, like three syringes worth instead of, you know, this many exact milliliters? Like, can we just word it differently to make it just easier on families? Um, and then just thinking about like all of the cleanup. Um, I mean, I was pretty much feeding Freeman around the clock because by the time I would connect myself, I would pump that would go on for a while. I would have to then wash all of those parts, put the milk away, get Freeman's feed set up, put the milk in, wash all of those parts. It's just like, it was so much washing all the time of all the parts. I understand that you yourself are not a healthcare professional, but that you've partnered with others to develop this product. So tell us more about your team. Yeah. Um, and I think it goes back even further before we even started building our team, because when FreeArm first launched, it was me. It was just me. Um, but before launch, I had gone through a business accelerator. And through that business accelerator, it was mandatory uh, for me to reach out not only to families, but to reach out to nurses, to reach out to dietitians, and really make sure that they had the same pain points with tube feeding that we experienced as a family. So to not call these dietitians or these families and say, we've created a solution and, and you need this, but it was more so like, how are you currently feeding your patients? How are you gravity syringe feeding? How are you asking them to gravity syringe feed at home? For those families, it was, how are you gravity syringe feeding? And so hearing from families to say, well, I always feed my son on an exercise trampoline because I can lay him on the trampoline. And then it has this little bar around the, like up, up above it. And then I can hang the syringe from there, but then it's really hard to fit the trampoline in our car. If we go like visit grandma, if we're going to a clinic appointment. And so it was just like hearing all of this of, of, oh my gosh, like, uh, how can we make this easier? And then as as our team grew, um, we're very, very lucky to have Tracy Jambertone on our team. Um, she is a dietitian, um, and she's worked with many, many, many adults and kiddos um, to help set them up for success on home tube feeds. And um, she very first found out about the free arm, I think, through social media, um, and then she was so excited to join our team and, and continue 
helping families um, not only make tube feeding easier, but to give them a way to be able to get all of the nutrition that they need, um, even when they're on the go. Um, and then now that we're developing the new peg end for the free arm, so we have the GE Omni bed peg, and we're also working to develop a, a peg that will fit on the end and fit into the Drager crib. And so as we're, we're trialing those pegs, we're talking with tons and tons of nurses, dietitians, really finding out, does this fit all of your needs? Um, and getting all of their feedback. So it started in the very beginning with all of that, that feedback um, from healthcare professionals. And now we're still gathering that feedback from healthcare professionals. And I'm, I'm so thankful for that. What advice would you give our dietitian listeners who are helping families to incorporate enteral nutrition into their daily lives? Well, I guess as a, as a mom, I would say, find the fun. <laughs> so it's overwhelming um, to be discharged home with a kiddo who's on tube feeds, or if your you know, husband or adult loved one is on tube feeds, it's not only hard for the caregiver, but it's, it's a total change of lifestyle for the person who's tube feeding. And so we have at the bottom of our website, um, which is freearmcare.com, we have a friends tab. And if you click on that friends tab, it's all of these amazing companies that we've partnered with um, for giveaways or um, shout it out on our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, but they're great companies, companies that are focused on tube feeding and also companies that are focused on uh, just larger populations of people. So Billy footwear, for instance, um, those are shoes that instead of having to slide your foot into the shoe and then tie the laces, they have a zipper that starts at the top of the tongue and it goes around the toe and then back up. So you're able to flip the top of the shoe open, put your foot down in flat. So if you have braces on your, on your ankles, this is huge. And then flip the top of the shoe back, back over, um, there's companies like that. There's companies like you deliver medical. Uh, they make the bully bag, which is um, it's billed as gravity set, but it is a, uh, I think it's 375 milliliter bag. So about the size of a meal with only a short amount of tubing instead of that five feet long <laughs> tubing that comes with a gravity bag. And then you can, you can hang that from the free arm. You can put those in the fridge and store those until you're ready to eat. Um, it's just an easier, less messy way to eat. They even have um, these decaps, like a, I think it's called the small, bowl link decap, and it can connect directly to a Kate Farms container. And so to just be able to put your, your meal in your bag, put that in your bag, put your free arm in your bag, hang your meal from a park bench, sit and read a book, um, to, to find these different products to be able to share with the families that you're working with, I just think is, is really, really important. So it sounds like one of the take-home messages here is instead of giving a person or a family, here's the regimen, go do it. It's really partnering with them to find out how we can incorporate this with minimal disruption to their, to their lifestyle. That would be amazing. Yes. 
I, I think with that, we will go ahead and conclude today's episode. Just want to say thank you, Misty, for taking time out of your schedule to chat with us today and really for all the great work you're doing to help patients who are receiving enroll nutrition. Well, thank you for having me. And listeners, to learn more about Misty's journey, you can visit her website at freearmcare.com. And be sure to also check out new posts and products available at our website on dnsdpg.org. Until next time, I'm Christina Rollins. Thanks for listening. <music>